1: I'm Zara, and with me tonight is Meili. Whoa, and and a ghost. No, one. um, it's just us. It's just us. Um, and the ghost. Actually, the studio ghost. You oh know. yeah, yeah. You know, Bob. He's just hanging out there. Um. So tonight we've got we've got a few things up on the old roster. Uh, we've got gaming news, of course, right. a classic. Yeah, yeah. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> um, every week there's more. I'm like, oof, nice. Uh, we've also got two reviews, mm. one by our beloved Toby, uh, and also another one by our beloved Maylee, which yeah. I'm very excited. She's to great. Listen. Yeah, like Me. May- have you <laughs> have you seen how she's done her hair lately? Amazing, uh, and oh, I don't know. She she needs a haircut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we can keep talking about Maylee, or uh, I reckon it's time to listen to some news. I'd, I'd like the news. <laughs>
0: This week in gaming news.
3: I am proud to
0: announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Facebook, the company, not Facebook the social media platform, has changed its name to Meta. CEO and real human boy Mark Zuckerberg fronted a recent Facebook Connect event to reveal the name change and explain his vision for the Metaverse, a VR and AR future where our real and virtual worlds interlinked. While much of the presentation was speculative concepts, there were some more substantive reveals. Oculus is working on a new high-end VR headset codenamed Cambria, which will integrate eye and facial tracking along with other features which will be revealed at a later date. They also announced their first AR headset codenamed Project Nasria, with the goal of integrating AR into a regular size set of glasses. It should still be a few years before we see any concrete details. In more game-focused news, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas VR has been announced for Quest 2, developed by the same team behind LA Noire The VR Case Files, and a port of the popular VR combat simulator Blade & Sorcery has also been announced for the Quest 2. For more details, you can re-watch all the event streams, including a talk by legendary Doom programmer John Carmack at FacebookConnect.com. Netflix launches gaming service. If you've got an Android phone and Netflix, you can log in and find a new tab, Games. Previously, Netflix had experimented with interactive storytelling such as Black Mirror Bandersnatch and Minecraft Story Mode, but this is the company's first foray into more traditional games via the streaming service. The launch lineup includes five games, Stranger Things 1984, Stranger Things 3, the game, Card Blast, Teeter Up and Shooting Hoops, but expect more to follow. While only available on Android devices currently, Netflix has iOS support in development and hopes to release in the coming months. Sony held a State of Play last week, announcing games and new details for titles from some of its third-party developers. Beginning the show was a reveal of a spin-off of the Grasshopper manufacturer game, Let It Die, called Deathverse Let It Die. The free-to-play game will have players competing in a twisted and ultra-violent game show. A free DLC expansion to Bug Snacks was announced, titled The Isle of Big Snacks. Coming 2022, players will have a new area to explore, but most importantly, they will be given the option to put hats on Bug Snacks. Death's Door, one of this year's most well-regarded titles, has been given a release date for PS4 and PS5 of November 23rd. Not included in the presentation is that this date will also see the Switch release of the title. A handful of other games were shown off such as First Class Trouble, Cart Rider Drift and the always charming Little Devil Inside. To check out the full presentation, you can find the link on our website. Government Rebate for Queensland Game Industry In local news, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk announced new incentives for video game creators in the state. The Post-Production Digital and Visual Effects Incentives, which previously provided filmmakers doing post-production and post-visual effects with a 15% rebate, will now include game developers. Premier Palaszczuk had this to say. By adding this new games incentive, local and international studios will be further motivated to outsource the creation of valuable game titles to Queensland, while our own locally based developers will be supported to create original games content right here. My government has also moved to lower the thresholds on access to the PDV and Game Incentive from $500,000 to $250,000, a substantial boost to the local post-production business pitching for a broad range of projects. You can find the link to the government statement on our website. Upcoming Releases November 5th, we'll see the release of Just Dance 2022 for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and Switch, The Binding of Isaac, Repentance for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Switch and Where Cards Fall for Switch and PC. On November 6th, we'll see the DLC for Animal Crossing New Horizons, Happy Home Paradise and the release of Call of Duty Vanguard for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One and PC. On November 10th, will see football manager 2022 for xbox one and pc forza horizon 5 for xbox series x and s xbox one and pc jurassic world evolution 2 for ps5 xbox series x and s playstation 4 xbox one and pc that's all this week in gaming news
1: thanks for that paul um thanks paul i had actually forgotten about the whole facebook meta thing <laughs> Until, like, which is weird because I heard about it, I remembered it this morning, Mm. um, read the news, and then forgot about it until just then. And it's like, huh, uh, all those opinions and thoughts I had that um, it made me angry somehow have come back.
2: Do you know specifically why or just... Something deep within you was mad about it.
1: Something deep within me, and also I think it's just because um, the way it was presented reminded me of a Black Mirror episode, and it was like, yeah, I see that. I was, yeah, I was just kind of like, mm, I think, no, hmm, I can't put my finger on it, but something. It's it's it's
2: hard. It's it's these really rich people coming out and telling us how they're going to make your lives better in ways that are very clearly could go wrong, and like. Turn the world into a dystopia or kill us all. Like rise up against us. I'm
1: not. I'm not thinking like a Skynet situation. I'm thinking more of a. Um, we're literally going to be surrounded by ads from the moment to, yeah. into our dreams. Maybe mm-hmm. even one day. Um, and I think that terrifies me more than anything. I just see it as more opportunities to feed us ads, especially Facebook with all the recent drama that that's come up about
2: yeah facebook uh if they had that much control over literally what you can see
1: mm. oh. I, I don't like it um but uh you know what i do like okay. um <laughs> the animal crossing update oh, which yes. actually came out a day early Yes. Uh I played
2: a bit this afternoon. I
1: haven't played I saw it on I saw it on TikTok and I was just like some somebody was like, Go get your go get your switches now. <laughs> it's out and I was like, Oh, but I gotta I gotta go to the radio.
2: The DLC's still coming out. Oh, okay. Normal time. It's the free update has come out early. Okay. Yeah. That's the one with the cooking and yeah, yeah, the yeah. boat trips. It's their last free It's yeah. The last big update, yeah, um, and then I believe the date that Paul said is still correct for the DLC, yeah, which is the Happy Homes Island, yeah, and that's like a separate where you well, can make them live yeah. together, so you can turn the villagers gay. Yeah.
1: Finally, <laughs> yeah, we're getting ev- we're getting everything. We villagers can be gay. Uh, froggy chair is there. Um. (laughs) Those are the two things. (laughs) Well, there's no Facebook in Animal Crossing. There's that's true. So, uh, good news. Good news all around. (laughs) But you know what's also very good? Hot Wheels Unleashed. A a review by Toby. Pew 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 pew. That's how hyped we are. I'm sorry.
3: of the engine to the detail of the tracks, Hot Wheels Unleashed is weirdly deceptive. But in a good way. I bought Hot Wheels Unleashed after watching some gameplay of it online, and something in it called out to me, and within a few days it was in my grubby little hands. My first impression of Hot Wheels Unleashed was that it was the love child of Mario Kart and Rocket League. Not only do you charge your boosts by drifting around corners, but you also control and use your boost while on the ground or in the air. The controls are also tight, responsive and appropriate for each toy car I manage to play. This means that the supercharged Batmobile could take corners tightly, but the hamburger van would flip attempting the same corner at speed. But a max-upgraded tank could stop on a dime and have mountains of boost generation. As you can see, the car choices can be fun and entertaining. However, while entertaining, sadly not all cars are equal. I found that even though I wanted to complete the game with my bumper car, to remain competitive I needed to choose cars with higher stats, relegating the more aesthetically interesting to the garage in perpetuity. Even then, it wasn't until I'd turned down the difficulty was I able to look around at the levels I was in and play the cars I wanted that I realised just how detailed this game is. For a game based around toy cars, I really wasn't expecting anything more than a simple arcade racer. And don't get me wrong, I love an arcade racer. However, it's also not a remake of Forza 3 DLC. It's way better. By ditching the premise of a drivable full-sized car, it gets to embrace the Toy Story life. Your drifts are measured in centimetres, your chosen vehicle is worn down during each race with rubbed off paint, wheel damage, and childlike window shield appearance. The stages each lend their own atmosphere, the five different staged environments each contain within at least three different themed areas, and about nine pre-made tracks per stage. The first of these, the basement, can be customised and colorized with the rewards you earn throughout the single-player campaign. There's also the towering height changes and movement from dark corners to bright sunlight that show off the skyscraper stage, and the neon lights and broken drains of the garage, to name but a few of what the other stages can bring to the game. But the detail doesn't stop there. Even the decals on the tracks can have bubbles permeating the stickers. Racing from couch to drain and zooming past neon lights, towering props, and hanging from magnetic tracks really does bring something special to the experience. Should all the pre-made tracks leave you unfulfilled, there's a track creationist's heaven. Although there is a tutorial, the track maker is a steep learning curve, but once you have gleaned its secrets, oh the joys you can have. Well, once you've unlocked everything anyway. Uh, You do this through either online play, earning in-game currency and buying track options, or by completing the single-player campaign, which I highly recommend. This will grant you an array of cars as well as plenty of blind boxes to get your in-game Hot Wheels collection started. Yes, blind boxes. And I know what you're thinking, pay to win. But I don't think so. And I say that think with ears. Currently, there is no way to purchase either the boxes themselves or the coins needed to purchase them in-game. This gacha can be a blessing and a curse, with the chances of getting a super ultra legendary versus three of the same common car in a row weighted to the second. Personally, I feel this gacha mechanic is purely to inflate the hours needed to collect them all, but what game with limited pre-made racetracks wouldn't insert something to make you invest more hours and bind you to the gameplay loop? For those more interested in banking your coins for more directed purchases, there is a shop with five-car options that change every four hours played in-game. Lastly, there is the ability to purchase from a selection of special cars individually for about fifty each, or a season pass for a whopping $45 that rewards you with all the purchasable cars as they come out, as well as the building modules and customization packs therein. Now with the near 70 buck initial cost, I did not expect to be immediately asked to spend another $45 to gain full access to the game, but maybe that's my naivety. While I felt the game is great, the downfalls are obvious. Limited tracks or reliance on player-made content, and collection completion for longevity does not bode well. The single-player campaign can also start to feel repetitive when similar selections or entire races are repeatedly reused. I personally loathe the Super Ultimate Garage starting line used consistently in later levels. But I did enjoy the faithful recreations of sticker decals and the changes you can enact with the livery customization options. I also enjoyed the strange and wonderful creations and tracks I saw in multiplayer lobbies, but that may be coloured by the fact that I managed to win every race I entered. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that after I bought this game, and had invested a small portion of the time I should have allocated to bonding with my new child, when I saw a Hot Wheels car lost and abandoned near a bin, I hungrily reached for it to add to my child's, and vicariously my own, future collection. Then while searching for the perfect toy for that same infant's ever-growing collection, I did linger long staring unabashedly at the Hot Wheels collection in David Jones. So, if this was a thinly veiled ruse of a game as advertising for Mattel, it worked, dammit. I'm off to buy the stupidly expensive Season Pass for me and the equally stupid Super Ultimates Garage set and quite possibly an insane amount of car toys for my kid to play with when they get old enough. And in the time being, who knows? So, I started with Deception. Hot Wheels Unleashed may look like a basic cartoonish arcade racer, but the effort and detail in both the controls and the environmental design make this anything but. And don't forget to use those boosts to find those shortcuts. Hot Wheels Unleashed is currently available for the Switch, Xbox One, Series S and X, PlayStation 4 and 5, and the PC.
1: next, we have a review
2: from Maylee. From me! Hello, dear listeners. I I've been playing a lot of Growing Up recently, which I originally found on one of those Steam demo rounds, and I really liked it. It's not my usual genre, but here is a review from me to you. Growing Up is a life simulation visual novel with elements of dating sims and puzzle games where you play out a character's entire adolescence, studying, forging friendships, following passions and making decisions that will impact their entire life. The game plays out over five stages of your adolescence, being a baby, kindergarten, primary school, middle school and high school. These stages get longer and more complex the further on. Each stage, by the first, is broken into days with a period at school and a period at home, which is sporadically broken up with interactions with friends, peers, or parents or mentors, mentors, rather, where you must make decisions to guide that relationship. At the end of each stage, you take an exam which determines what benefits or penalties you will take going forward, and that exam plays out, strangely enough, in a bejeweled-styled mini game. That is easier the more skills you learn leaning up to it. There are six different attributes you can work on for your character, intelligence, empathy, physique, memory, imagination, and charm. You'll also need to keep track of your money, action points, knowledge, and your parents' pride. On top of all else, you must manage your mental health and parents' opinions. If either of these gets too low, you'll suffer the consequences, and maybe even end your game altogether. Apart from controlling your character's personality and talents, you can also determine their appearance to a degree. You can choose the character's gender and their parents if you want to, say, in the general appearance, or you can leave it up to fate. Either way, you are able to change your character's hair and outfits throughout the game. Some characters around the town, such as potential mentors, are the same each playthrough, but your peers, who have the biggest influence over your experience, are chosen randomly each time. There are nine peer characters, and you will encounter three of each during each playthrough. When I first started playing, I was caught off guard by the intense themes I stumbled upon in these characters' lives. The game's sunshiny atmosphere and pretty tunes didn't indicate that things would get so intense. It deals with some of the hardest things that people face in adolescence – self-harm, sexual assault, and parentification, just to name a few. Thankfully, I never felt like it became gratuitous or uncomfortable. They address these issues with honesty but didn't linger upon them. Amongst the character cast, there are many queer characters, which was a pleasant surprise. There isn't a lot of drama or anxiety if you do enter a gay relationship, and no friendships are lost if you try to pursue a romance with someone who isn't interested in you. I do have one big complaint in this department, though, that the very clearly gay tomboy featured on the game's cover is not gay. Don't get your heart breaking like I did. It's- it, it, it's nonsense. But still, it... Sorry. <laughs> I got caught up in good. the heartbreak of Alex. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of really engaging characters to interact with and a lot of different interactions you can only get when playing as one character, as one gender or the other. Mm. Growing up is... um. Really enjoyable game throughout, but more than anything, I was looking forward to the epilogue. When it ends, you are treated to the fates of your peers and then yourself. You discover the career you pursue and the love you find as an adult. I don't believe there is any way to explicitly fail your adulthood and get overtly negative endings, but there is a significant scale of satisfaction your character can obtain, which keeps you driving for better and better results each time. All your choices, relationships and hard work will determine whether you'll struggle to find a foothold in your career or reach levels of international success. Whatever your results are though, at the very end the game cycle starts anew, and you play as your previous character's newborn baby. Growing up is a simple ca- concept, but has been executed with a good amount of detail and a consistent theme throughout. Admittedly, I did find a few problems in the game, but they were just a misplaced line here or there, maybe referring to my mum my when I had two fathers. But this was rare and didn't really take away from my enjoyment. The game is laid out in the standard visual novel style with the characters popping up over backgrounds of any given location. Spending your time is represented in cute cartoon panels, purposefully simplistic and reminiscent of a PA from decades past. They play out over little two-panel animations of your mistakes or when you finally mastered a skill, your achievement. The artwork is rich and brightly coloured, matching the game's mood very well. I especially enjoyed seeing each of the characters' portraits change as they aged. Growing Up features several original songs with upbeat melodies and positive lyrics to match the game's mood. There's also a selection of instrumental music with unique tracks for each location and some specific moments. Pretty much any time you make a selection, the game responds with a satisfying click. And there's also an array of bells and whistles to signal any time you regress or progress in a skill. The constant input of noise reminded me of an arcade machine and similarly kept me engaged. I enjoyed myself enough playing growing up to rack up a decent playtime, which I wasn't exactly expecting because it's not my usual game. The simple mechanics and positive atmosphere made it the perfect game to get lost in and rewind after a long day. So I'd recommend it for anyone looking for that experience. And that is my review class.
1: Thank you! (laughs) Thank you. Uh, That was... Such a lovely review. Um, <laughs> you said that it's not really the kind of game that you would normally go for. I'm not. I'm not a big visual novel yeah. or
2: dating sim person. Yeah. Um. Or even a puzzle game. And those are like <laughs> the three.
1: Games yeah. Those that are the. In. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: but I really enjoy story. Yeah. Focus games. Um. And I just got caught up in it. And I'm also very competitive, even with myself. So like, I played through once, and, and- I didn't do very well. So I just kept playing again and again to try and get better results.
1: Yeah. Um it also sounds like um I really like the way that you talked about some of the themes that the game covers and how it doesn't do it like gratuitously. It's not like overboard yeah. or anything. It's not like we're gonna we're gonna traumatize you. It's just kind of um a part of growing up sometimes.
2: It felt very realistic in yeah. that like not those specific problems, but you know you, you'd you have friends in high school that would have problems and it would come up but yeah. no one sat there and spoke about it for hours it it just was a natural yeah thing
1: yeah um i'm actually really interested now in growing up where can you grab it steam steam <laughs> nice
2: currently i believe it's just on steam
1: oh and
2: uh epic games epic the games, epic games oh yeah
1: yeah awesome um thank you for that melee you're uh, welcome.
2: You personally, yeah, and me did it personally, just for, you.
1: Just for me, <laughs> not for all the people who are listening. There's in. people listening. Oh, oh no, oh, oh, I, I'm so sorry you had to find out this way. I thought the microphones were just for um, sure. What have you been playing recently?
2: What have we been playing? Yeah, well, I guess I've been playing a lot of D and D recently.
1: Nice, you know, always uh, playing D and
2: D. Had a is,
3: like, had
2: a Halloween. Game. Oh yeah, how was that? Um, that was really good. One of my friends ran it, and um, it
1: was,
2: was what's it? his name? Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Is it Oogie Boogie from Nightmare
1: Before Christmas? Oh, you're asking the wrong person. I I think it's Oogie Boogie. I
2: think it's Oogie. Boogie. Well, that guy came and killed us all. Oh, well, tried to. Oh, we tried won. to. We won in the end.
1: Oh, nice. Defeated Oogie Boogie. It's yes. just like just like the movie. Um, <laughs> exactly. So in in I imagine movie, more chaotic. They, well, we burnt him. Oh, okay. We burnt down
2: his, his evil house
1: well, of torture. If any kids are listening, you don't have to worry about Oogie Boogie anymore. Melee we here. Got <laughs> <Ladies and gentlemen, laughs> we got him. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, we got him. Um, but uh, yeah, um, D&D, what a game. I what, love it. You know, it kind of reminds me, um, I actually did a campaign a while back that was based off the Babadook, uh, and we none of us had actually watched the Babadook except for the dungeon master and then he made us watch it afterwards and I was like cool so that's who my character pooped on <laughs> oh. wonderful wonderful moments in D. one
2: of my greatest D moments my greatest DD achievements uh several years ago at this point yeah like six seven years ago I was dming I did a Halloween one shot um and the evil villain was Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf who was actual cannibal, Shia Bath?
1: What you're walking in the woods alone? Yes, there's no one around. Yes, and your phone is dead.
2: I I used <laughs> these words. It was the build up, the the reveal, the tension, the battle. It was one of my greatest Immaculate. moments. Oh, um, I just I pulled that off, and I'm I need to brag. Over I, the air. I feel like <laughs> we need. A, I
1: proud. feel like we need another D and D episode where we're just talking about like our. Oh, funkiest sessions like of like we can the, make that happen. We can make that happen. We can have as many DD episodes it'll, as we it'll want. be coming sometime, folks. Yeah, sometime. Um <laughs> but you know what's coming right up? It has come to that time of the night yet again where the we worst have time. Yeah it's so it's so sad. Um it happens every time, every week where we have to say goodbye and goodnight. Um farewell Sweet dreams. Auf Wiedersehen. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Um, see you later, alligator. <laughs> see you later, alligators. And don't forget your toilet paper. But don't what? don't pa- you know? But don't panic. I do not know. Don't panic by toilet paper. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> see, see you later, crocodile. Uh, uh, in a while, crocodile.
2: See you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile.
1: See you later, alligator. Don't forget your toilet paper. In a wild crocodile, so, yeah, know, yeah, Okay, I did not uh, know this. Okay, well, um, it's should, too late for revelations. It's too late for that. It's uh, <laughs> it's, uh it's only time to say goodbye and good night, and I love you. Goodbye, oh. good night, I love you.
0: <laughs> Very strong feelings.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> see ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games.
0: If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify
2: or follow us on social media at zed games
0: au. See, see you next time. time.